Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Worst First. We have a very special guest on this episode of Worst First. In fact, so special that we're shooting it outside, and we have the ambiance, and we have our little pumpkin, and we're all ready for Halloween. And just like apropos for Halloween, we have Miss Justine Cross here, who is a dominatrix. So I wore my little, I tried to be fabulous like you, and I brought this. I spanked myself halfway through this episode of Worst First. <laughs> You're totally fabulous. Am I doing yeah. a good job? You're doing a great job. Okay. All right. Yes, she's like, wow, fine. what a loser. When I leave, <laughs> when she leaves, she's like, wow, get out of here. She's her, her partner here. <laughs> I love it. I'm so, I'm so excited to have you here. I put out feelers to have a dominatrix on the podcast a few weeks ago. And then I had some people reach out and then someone referred you. And I, and then I heard that you were like, oh, you're looking for one. And then I found you. And I was so intrigued by your page because you have like so much. I mean, it's just all latex and you and you have dungeons. You have dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Dungeon East and Dungeon West. Correct. Okay. So, so many questions. Just so interested. How did, does one, how did you, what made you want to get into being a dominatrix? Uh, well, I I graduated with degrees in literature and psychology, oh, and wow. with a liberal arts education, you just kind of have to go into sex work. No, um, I you know I I it was something I was interested in in my personal life, and then I moved out here after college and started working at a dungeon, and like I knew a few people who did it professionally, and I said, okay, I can do this, I'm into it, let's do it, and then it just kind of snowballed from there, and like I worked part time at a commercial space, which means. Um, like you're on a shift, like, you know, like a stripper, like at a club or something like that. And then I became an independent dom. And then from there I needed my own space. So I got Dungeon West and then that was really wonderful and great and lucrative. And then I needed another space. So then I got Dungeon East. So just like different things move, you know, it just grew. So do you have to have any kind of like specific training to learn how to be a dominatrix? Like, I mean, you said you started working at the dungeon out Mm -hmm. of college. Mm -hmm. Like, what made you go like, oh, I want to be a dominatrix? Like, you just knew people that did it and were like, was like, that seems kind of cool. Well, again, it was like my personal experience of love of BDSM and being dominant. And also it just felt incredibly right to me. Yeah. You know, that was just what I felt. And actually, my friends in high school gave me this book called um, I Was a Teenage Dominatrix by Shauna Kenny. And they're like, we just think you should do this. And then like, you know, six years later, I called them up. I'm like, I'm doing this. And it was just really funny. It's a great book. It's a good memoir. So what does BDSM stand for? A bondage dominant sadomasochism. Whoa, that's intense. So like, does it have to do with Satan? No. So no what does what does sad- sadomasochism like, mean? Like, I'm like totally. I have no idea about. Okay, well we'll go through all the things. Okay, I'll, okay. So bondage would be the you know the act of being tied up with anything like rope or cuffs or you know you can do like water bondage like dental you know anything like that. Wow. Um. So then dominance any you know any act of uh me dominating you, me empowering you, topping you. A lot of these words are used interchangeably. Um, and then sadism is just the act of, uh, you know, deriving pleasure from inflicting pain upon someone. And then masochism would be the, the opposite of that, which is, you know, deriving pleasure from, you know, receiving that pain. Wow. And so, people like it. People, are you kidding me? People fucking love it. They <laughs> like, love it. They're yeah. like, rip my nipples off. Sometimes. They're like, yank my dick till it bleeds. Pretty much, yes. Really? Yes. 
Yes. And they get off from that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm a sadist. So I get off on it, too. You mm-hmm. love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And so what do people do? They they come in and they like, how does the interaction work? Like, do they, they call the dungeon and say, this is what I'm looking for? How much does this cost? Like what? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a little different now in quarantine. OK, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm not seeing people really in person anymore, but uh, Otherwise, it's still the same thing. It's like process of you're emailing me or you're calling me and you're talking. Well, hopefully you're filling out my booking form. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you're you're telling me about what it what experience it is that you want. And then, you know, I decide if I want to have that experience with you. And generally, um, as long as, you know, we're compatible and it's something that I can give you, then I'll see you. If it's something that I don't want to do or I'm not really that into, I, I won't see you. And I'll probably refer you to somebody else who's interested in doing something like that. Um you know, it just depends on what you want to do. So what's the craziest thing that you've ever done to someone? That I could admit publicly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. Cause you're like, I'm going to go to jail. You're like, I chopped his dick off and then I fed it to him. Oh my God. You know, jail. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean like what's crazy. I mean, I think one of the more unique things that I've done and, and I talk about it a lot, but someone had a, a roasting fetish and I didn't actually roast this person but we did a very elaborate role play about me talking about uh cooking him and roasting him and you know I turned my bondage bed into a little like uh serving tray so I I put like tin foil on it and saran wrap and we had an apple and like you know stuff like that so that was like yeah so that was pretty intense but I mean there's like I've done like far I mean there's just so many things that I've done but like you know for for the for the Instagram audience, I'll keep it very PG. So, I mean, but I'll yeah. tell you something really wild after. I mean, <laughs> you can get wild on here. There is no mm. boundaries. There are really no boundaries. I mean, do people like? Is it like they say they want to bleed? Do they do that? Do people say they want to bleed at times? Mm. Like, I want you to, you know, make me bleed. Yeah, some people are definitely want to take the. Um, it to that level, like right. where they're breaking skin, where they're bleeding. You can do things with needles, cutting knives. Um, I have a friend who is really into knife bondage. She invented it basically. What's knife bondage? So it's, um, it's a lot with like, um, like predicament bondage, but with knives. So it's like, you could have your arms like out here, you know, but there's like a knife in between here and your arm or something. So it's like, so you can't you move. Want, yeah, you can't move because then the knife falls. But if you go too close, then it, you know, there's just different things that you can do. You can put like knives all over your body. And then uh, she did a scene with someone where she put knives all over someone's body and then jumped up and down the bed, like very lightly. And so that was really scary and fun. Yeah. So wow. just different things, but you could just actually cut someone or, or pretend you're going to yeah. like pretend like you're fucking them with a knife, like all kinds of things. So. And that's what people like. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. A person came to you and was into being roasted. Like, I wonder how one develops a fetish for that. I don't know. He was so into it. I always talk about it because it's so unique and he has such a like sense of humor about it. He's like, I bet I'm the only one. I'm like, yeah, you are. So he's like, he, I want to be cooked. Like his, it turns him on the fact if someone was going to cook him. Yes. And I was talking about, I don't put my mouth on my clients, but I was talking about, I'm going to bite him and I'm going to eat him. And I was like sticking a fork in him. Yeah. And he wanted to hear about, um, then he really got into the idea of me talking about like, like my mother's recipes or my grandmother's recipes of how we were going to roast him and like all my girlfriends were going to come over. Oh my God. He'd be like the worst victim for like a serial killer. Like someone who's (laughs) like, what was the one who was the one who ate people was Ed Gein, right? 
Didn't in he like life? make in know, real yeah. life? He like was was it Ed Gein or uh, Jeffrey Dahmer who would like eat people mm-hmm. with their brains? Like this guy, they'd capture him and he uh, they'd be like, "We're gonna cook you." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. keep going. Well, what else are you gonna do? You're gonna eat my brains?" Like he gets yeah, a boner. Yeah. I think it's only hot when a hot woman does it. Oh, too, not like a it's dude. like not like a dude that's oh, kind of a little like got on it. the seed and like bearded. It's not. It's not as cute. there's rules. Okay, there's, there's rules. <laughs> you can yeah. only cook me and, and if it's a hot woman. Oh my gosh. So are most of the clients guys? Um, Yes. I would say that probably like 80% of my clientele are men. But Uh now in recent years, I've gotten a lot of female clients. Really? Also clients who don't um, identify on the binary spectrum. Yeah. And then also I get a lot of couples now. So a lot of people are coming in and you know, because I have the spaces. So, um, in, in normal, well, now I'm going to be doing this virtually with people, but you know, they'll book some time with me to kind of show them around the space or, or be more involved in their play, get the party started. And then they have, you know, the night in the dungeon and that's a good wow. time. Wow. Yeah. And you teach people like what toys to get, how to use mm-hmm. them, that kind of thing. Like people can take lessons from you too, if this yeah. is something they want to do. Yeah. I mean, I teach regular classes, so it depends on what people want. Like I've done things that are just very, sort of just BDSM instructional. And then other times I've been fully in their scene. Like I'm completely, we're, you know, two, usually it's like two women topping a male and we're, we're totally in it together. And we're, you know, being diabolical and doing different things to him and stuff like that. So yeah, it just depends on what they want to do. And then I'm, I'm assuming like every time there's a safe word. So before you yes. get started, mm-hmm. there's a safe word. So if they get overwhelmed or if it's too much, mm-hmm. they say the safe word. Correct. Yeah. We always talk about, we always do a little, uh, it's called a negotiation. So we talk about likes, dislikes, um, you know, safe word, anything like that. Um, you know, any sort of medical things that we need to be clear on you know, before we, we get started for sure. Wow. And so there's no like actual sex. It's just more like, well, you know, what, what do you think sex is? You know, what's right, the definition of right, sex? You know, right. it's like, I have had a scene with client, with a client where I was just caning him, caning him on his ass until he came. Wow. Well, that's sex, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, that is sex. So, you know, and I always make the joke, one of my, I told one of my friends, like, well, you know, you could like hug someone and that feels like sex and you, you could have full on peen vagine sex yeah. with someone. And you're like, that was kind of like, whatever. without actually yeah. the you don't insertion. Feel, well, you don't yeah. feel like it's, you know, you've had some sex with right. people that you're right. like, that was like, right. You know, and right. other people you're like, Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they just have to look at you, and you're like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, caning on the butt. Mm-hmm. What's it? What do you use? Do you use this? Well, that's a paddle, right? This is a paddle. This so, isn't a cane. I'm totally yeah. don't know what I'm so doing. So yeah. a cane. I know. I was. I, I forgot to ask if I should bring stuff. Actually, I probably have stuff in the car. Do we have stuff in the car? No, I don't know. We're like moving. So yeah, no, a cane. Um, just just a long like bamboo cane, like a long stick. Wow, and yeah, you I wail on these people. Yeah, sometimes. Like hard as fuck. If they're lucky. If they, oh, (laughs) guys, hello. And then so, okay, so then when you first started, were you nervous? Like your first time to like, if someone was like, you know, I want my nipples clamped or I want to be beat up or whatever. Like, were you scared to do that? Actually, the the first professional Dom experience I had was the one I just described where I came someone until he came and that was it. That was your first time? As, as a professional, yes. Can you Knocked imagine? Knocked it out of the, the park. First right. shot. That's right. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm good. At, I'm, I'm amazing at what I do. I, I love what I do and I'm really, really fucking good at it. How long have you been doing this? Over 10 years. Whoa. That's a long time. Yeah. 
the, Hollywood I mean, time. That's, that's like a <laughs> hundred years in Hollywood time. In sex worker time. I'm like, how, how long have I been I here? Know, and so that's been really hard probably now because of COVID, because this is such a physical experience. Um, well, I'm lucky that I've been able to translate everything I do to online, but I certainly mm. miss the physical experience. Um, I think, and certainly my clients do, you know, they're stuck in, or yeah. in these unfortunate relationships or places where they can't, you know, express themselves the way that they want to. And that's really hard. But I think the, but I'm able to translate my stuff to online with, with clients through uh, texting, phone, cam, right. these kinds of things. I've moved all the classes to online. Yeah. The only thing we haven't done is we haven't really translated the parties to online Yeah. Um, because it it's, you know, it, means like I need to hire people to just be performers all night and I haven't done that. So I really, really miss having parties with my friends yeah. and, and having sex with them. I know. <laughs> How long until playing. you think that we'll go back? Like, is it just until there's like a vaccine yeah, probably? In, until there's a vaccine or there's actually, um, you know, accurate rapid result tests that are right. that are available widely. And, you know, and, and that's just not it's really probably going to be more when there's like a vaccine or something because the risk is just too high. And right. I don't know. I don't want to put anyone at risk and no one that is coming to my events is um, the kind of person that really is doing these high risk things. They're like right. very conscientious people. So yeah. Good. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're being safe. Obviously I know yeah. like we're outside. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. actually like my first, my first <laughs> podcast outside. She's yeah. super safe, you guys, yeah. but there's so much. Okay. So when you get into this, like they call you mistress, right? Is that, yes. that would it always, yes. is there any uh, other things they call you? I prefer mistress. That's mistress. What I want. Yes. Okay. Mistress, yeah. And they, this is all about you being the boss and them being the submissive all the time or no, um, or does it re- reverse? Well, it never reverses, but I wouldn't say that there's always a DS, a dom sub dynamic to the things that I do because sometimes someone just wants to uh, just have, they just have a fetish. So they might just want to worship my feet and they don't consider that submissive. They're just, experiencing a fetish and then other times and especially I think even more now in quarantine a lot of times people are calling me up and they just want to talk like we're not even having like a a sexy or or BDSM-y conversation they just want to like shoot the shit with me and you know make them laugh and you know whatever so it's just like that so it is it's always still just about a connection I love that And it's still a really personal experience. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there is still a lot you can do. I mean, over cam, like literally cam girls make, I mean, they're on there all day, you oh, know, you yeah. can still like, communicate and show and do all yeah. kinds of things. So is foot fetish like the biggest thing that you would say? Cause you, I, you mentioned that like, yeah, no, I, well, everyone has feet. So, so you know? <laughs> but what makes, so there, there's some there guys are, that yeah. are just obsessed with feet. Like that's the only thing like, they love feet. Well, it's certainly one of the, you know, the oldest uh, oldest professions of feet. No, yeah. the oldest, the oldest uh, fetishes because yeah. it's it, because it's again just everyone has feet. So right. we're always like sexualizing different body parts and stuff like that. But I would say something like latex is a relatively new fetish. But, right. You know. Yeah. A lot of people love feet. And I know with like with this whole with the bondage and all that kind of stuff, like people do the whole like, is it called like an imp imp or gimp suit? Like the where they're in the hole? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it's called that. I don't know if we're supposed to be. But yeah, like a full leather bondage suit or body bag or something like that. And like so, a hood. So yeah. people get you put yeah. people in that stuff. Well, you yeah. did put people in yeah, that yes. stuff before mm-hmm. quarantine. Yes. And do they come with it or do you have it? Um, excuse me. Um. I have most things, but some people do bring their own things as well. If it's something really specific to them, they might have their own thing. But right. a lot of people, 
this is like everyone's like deep, dirty, dark secret. Right. You know, it's like BDSM is like this type of sex work that isn't in the public. Like a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to go to the stripper club and, you know, stuff like that. But it's like people don't have like, you know, their bondage stuff out on display. Right. Like, you know, I'm ever, I, you know, I remember like meeting a client in a upscale hotel and he's like, wait, I have to wait until like my friends leave. And, you know, you're my like deep, dark secret. And I said, I'm everybody's deep, dark secret. Wow. Like if I'm sitting down here, like I'm just going to see some other client of mine, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, so, but people don't, people are talking about it a lot more now because of unfortunately 50 shades of gray and other things, but you right. know, people are talking more. And uh, of course here in LA, like, you know, lots of people are into this. Kinky. So. So it's a lot of like high profile people. It's like the whole gamut, like everyone from high profile people to like, you know. Uh, yeah, everyone. Totally. Like I have seen the A-list actors and totally really? it's like the guy who's like saving up for like six months to come and see me. Oh, definitely. A-list actors? Oh, billion. Yes, yes. I cannot oh name gosh. names. Right, of they, course. They didn't, like, you know, make me sign NDNAs, which is silly of them. Right, but what, right. I don't know what that's about. They have some fetish about whatever. But, yeah, no, it's it's everybody. It's, oh, my it's God. Everybody. A-list actors wanting to get their freaking... Okay, what's yeah. the craziest thing you've done to an A-list actor? I can't tell you. You can't tell me? <laughs> you don't have to tell me who it is. Well, Can you tell I'm me what you think. did? Um, Let me think. Uh, no, I don't want to... I don't want to... Give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. So so what's like uh, this is called worst first. So obviously, mm -hmm. like we talk about some of the worst things that have happened. <laughs> have you ever had a really bad experience that you were like, uh, this is terrible and I'm almost like scared of this situation or I I hated this? Yeah, I mean, I generally because I'm in in such control and I do such a great screening, I don't really have a lot of bad experiences. But I was trying to think of things like for this purpose, right. and or I, even just something that's super gnarly that you're like, oh my god! I mean, the roasting guy is crazy. But. Yeah, that was like fascinating. But um, I think the I, what I came up with was that was like funny, and I could, felt like I could talk about it. But it was uh the first time that I mummified someone. So mummification is using saran wrap and you completely cover them like, you know, like a mummy and their face too. Yeah. 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 If they want their face. I mean, obviously you leave, you know, little breathe holes and right, stuff, right. But, you know, so doing that. And I remember I had never done it before. And so I'm negotiating with this client and I'm like, okay, we'll do this. And he's sitting in, I'm in the dungeon. It wasn't my dungeon at the time. It was someone else's. He's sitting in this like throne chair. And I said, okay, do you want me to mummify you? And do you want me to just do it like kind of like more of like a fetish? Like, or do you want me to dominate you too when we're negotiating? He's like, oh no, I want you to dominate me too. And I said, well, good. Get the fuck out of my chair then. And I like threw him out. And then he like immediately had an erection and it was great. But here's the thing about mummification. It fucking takes forever. It takes so long. So it's like not sexy while this is happening. And then it's so like, it's like he had a boner from that. And then and then I was like, oh, this is all downhill. I put a blindfold on him, but I'm like literally looking at a book <laughs> to how to mummify someone because I'd never done it before. And I was like, and I'm you're like, like oh, shut shit. up. I'm studying. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, man, I should have put earplugs in him. He'd hear the pages rustling. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, so wait, so what you know, do you so, do to mummify? Then, so you you have to use a lot of saran wrap, but it's like it's very time consuming and it's very like like everyone is sweating like I'm sweating because it's like you're just going around and around and around on someone and it's like you're so it's like oh god it just takes forever and it's like you kind of wrap them wrap on the top and then you know you kind of shove them on a bondage bed and then you do the rest and then you gotta like if you want to like you know do anything with their like dick you have to put like a um 
a, like a washcloth over it and then wrap it and then like cut it out. And so you're exhausted by the oh end of this. Gosh. And this is why I will not do them anymore. Cause yeah. it's a workout. It's, it's like, like two hours. Yeah. And the next day I'm like, Oh my God, my arms are killing Sore. me. Yeah, no, for real. So, um, so that was funny and I feel really bad. I never saw him again and I don't blame him. So did he it, like it or no? Was he well, kind of, I, I honestly don't think I did a good job, you know, <laughs> but, um, I, I've done them since and I'm much better at it. But if he ever watches this, I'm so sorry. Oh. You know, like, I was young. It's I a was, weird you know, fetish, dude. Like wrap <laughs> me up, type, wrap me up. I want to be a mummy. Like, okay, well, King Tut, King Tut, calm down. Like, you know, it's just very time consuming because like, what do you do for an hour? It's hard to kind of dom talk yeah. for that hour. Yeah. You kind of just want to like shoot the shit because it's not sexy or like interesting to like wrap someone yeah. you're just like so lakers man you know you know oh my like, god you know so that's a, yeah. that's awkward right because most of the time with them, so they give you permission to hit them and stuff like they sign a waiver saying like no no waiver no, no. no waiver but they give you permission correct yeah so like you could beat the shit out of them if you wanted to if, if they're consenting to it well there's this interesting gray area of the law you can't actually consent to violence unless apparently you're you know in sports um i'm but, like what about the ufc well, isn't it funny how like there's different rules for men? Yeah. Weird. Oh, go <laughs> um, figure. So, yeah. Um, you can't really consent to violence, but I mean, no one's going to like, you know. Tell. Tell. Yeah. Right, right, so, right. And this is in the gray area of the law where it's like, because I'm not actually by law, like really having sex with clients, like I'm spanking them or they're worshiping my feet. Like that's not an issue. So. And they don't, but, and they don't like, um, you know, they don't say, or you do say ahead of time, like this is how they give you like a scale one to 10. Like this is how much I want to be abused or certain things. That, that's a really great point that you come up with the one to 10. Cause that's what I actually use. Like I don't use, uh, you know, light, medium, heavy. I will say like, you know, on a scale from one to 10, how hard do you want me to hit you? And then if they say five, I can, what do you want it to be at? And then I dial up and down from there. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what about the women? What are they like? Like, what do you do with the women? Same. They just, you know, everyone, you know, I, I don't really specialize in a couple of things. I do a lot of things. I don't really have a lot of limits. I enjoy a lot of aspects of BDSM. Mm -hmm. Like I will do pretty intense scenes, like pretty intense caning scenes and, you know, uh, very sadistic scenes, but I will also do very light scenes, like very like tease and denial or like tickling or foot worship and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, women want similar things. Like I've, you know, the being beaten up, I'm, being tied up and, and whipped and things like that so yeah wow are these like like hot girls coming in here being like i want this to happen to me wow that's crazy yeah. that is so so how often and compared to men do you see women not as often i've only had like i would i think i've only had four solo female clients and but then a lot of people coming in as couples so, okay but yeah now that i'm thinking about it actually one of my female clients was actually is there actually very famous <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. oh my god that's so cool yes it was it was very cool I'm do still you get just, shy like, cool. um no because it's like i'm in my own space and it's like you know it's it's mine it's me and they're coming to me and they're being super submissive but yeah. it's like you know, it's like you're in Los Angeles. It's like you see these famous people and you're like, wow, I totally didn't think I'd ever see you here. Like, right. Interesting. You know, you like, never know what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah. And then, you know, and also when we had parties, like a lot of, um, you know, like well-known people would come to the events, too. And yeah. it's like some people I knew and, you know, again, I can't mention names. Right. It's right. Like, you know, some people I would know and other times people would be like, oh, my gosh, do you see that? That's like that person. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know them. I'm not that cool. That's you know? hilarious. <laughs> wow. I'm like, okay, cool. 
they're here. I hope they're having a good time, you know? And I'm like, would you like a cookie? Oh you my know? God. You're like, would you like a cookie or a nipple pinch? Which one would you like? <laughs> um, that's so cool. Okay. Yeah. So, so describe like your dungeon. So you walk in, it's like, what, what's the situation? Like, what is the setup there? Like, what are the different options? You go into your dungeon and like people say like, what is in this dungeon? Cause I've never been in a dungeon. I, I wouldn't over. know. I would love to, over. I would love to check it out. Yeah. Um, so both dungeons are, uh, very large open floor plan studios. So okay. some of the equipment that's in there, there's a bondage bed and that's, um, like a cage with like a bed on top. And also it's like padded on the bottom. So you could tie someone up inside or on top and, you know, do different things like that. Uh, there's also a St. Andrew's cross. That's that big X. Yeah. Um, so again, you can tie someone up to that or have them lean up against that. Usually people will be up there for, for flogging, like the whipping. Wow. Um, and then, uh, other things are, uh, a spanking horse or a spanking bench. So people are bent over that. Um, and then the spaces also have, uh, just a regular queen size, bed because we do overnights and things like that overnights like, yeah 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 no most most the space is rented out quite often for overnight you know things so so wait so people can stay overnight yeah. with, with you oh no no i mean well if they pay me but right, like, i right. mean not right now but right yeah, right right it's very expensive before yeah yeah the dom add-on option is very expensive right um, but um yeah no it's a it, it's just like a like a kinky airbnb so and then there's oh, a so couples can rent yeah, it yeah 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 that's what it's it, mostly that's what it what it is what is happening there. And then, well, we used to do a lot of productions and stuff, but that's obviously at a, a standstill at the moment. So, yeah. Guys, if you want to get kinky with mm -hmm. your partner, is that available right now for people yes. to rent the yeah. studios to yes. stay overnight? Yes. Go to uh, Dungeon East and that's in downtown LA. And that is, uh, it's all white. It's a very beautiful, clean aesthetic. And it also has this very famous sign, Yes, Mistress. So, which is, I give you a couple things in there from there. So, oh my yeah. God, you brought me a gift. I brought you a tiny gift, a tiny gift. <gasps> she brought it's me a tiny gift. <laughs> oh, so lighters, which my yes. husband will use because he loves it. It there says, Yes, Mistress and Yes, Mistress. And, and this go. is Dungeon East. Correct. Yes. And this is where they would go to dungeoneast.com. Mm -hmm. Oh, it looks really pretty. DTLA dungeon.com. On Instagram, we are LA Dungeon East. DTLA dungeon.com. Mm -hmm. I will put that all information mm -hmm. all of there. That's so exciting. And I know you were selling a bunch of cool stuff too did it all go uh well the sale is this weekend for dungeon west because oh, we're closing dungeon west oh, yeah closing dungeon west because yeah. of time because of covid huh because just hit COVID. everybody hard well it's just you know again i i'm not using the space the space isn't being used as much as it could or should be it's mm -hmm. like i'm fine but it this the space is not so it's like you know i gotta like you know let this ship go to save the fleet kind of thing. Right. So yeah, it's like mixed feelings, but it just, it just kind of feels okay because yeah. it's been like eight months of, of, or seven months of this quarantine and it's just not, nothing is different. Right. So, you know, I'm feeling happy about like that we'll be selling a lot of things and it's, you know, then Dungeon West lives on and among everyone's homes and I've already done this so much and it feels like, it also feels like a bit of a shedding of like, version one of Justine, you know, uh -huh. like, what am I going to be doing next? Well, like everything, because I'm beyond the dungeon. And I was telling my friends, I'm like, no, I'm like beyond this planet. Like, I'm, you know, in this whole other galaxy of like, you know, I want to do so many other things. And also it's like the doing the classes that we've been doing and, and events through just online. I've 
you know, most of the people are in Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. it's like all over the country and all over the world. So people can contact you, yeah, you know, I'm, whatever they're into and they can hire you digitally, mm-hmm. which is yeah, great. You no, know, I'm getting so many more people and it's felt really wonderful. People are in Australia or like England or, you know, in the middle of like South, you know, South Carolina or whatever. And it's just really nice. So it, it feels good. You know? I love that. And that makes, you know, you more available too. So mm-hmm. it's fabulous. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we will we, be right back. We'll be right back with Justine Cross on Worst First. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Whoa, that was fast. Yeah. Super fast break. Ah! I know, it's so funny. I tell all the guests when they're here, I'm mm-hmm. like, it's going to be literally, we're going to pause for two seconds and then mm-hmm. go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so you started doing this right out of college. You got a degree in psychology, mm-hmm. so that helped you kind of like establish like the mental state, obviously, to do studying behind like what people desire, why they desire things, that kind of thing. Did sure. that help I mean, you? Uh, no, I mean, like the, my degree in psych just honestly helps me read you know, statistics better and journals and like understand what facts mean and, you know, reading the, you know, New England Journal of Science, you know, medicine or whatever, rather than like CNN for news, you know, right. so yeah. And so what about like, and you don't have to answer this, but what about like your personal life? Because this is something that you do as a job. You're a dominatrix mm-hmm. and yes. this is something, but you, but you also business. enjoy it. It's yes. your business, but you also enjoy it because you yes. said like it's part of a pleasure for you. Yeah. Is this something that crosses over? Like, do you come home and be like, all right. You just get like, you know, you're like, all right, time for that beat down. Like you just got done beating the shit out of people all day. And like, you like bend your partner over. You're like, I have time to, it continues. It never stops. Is that what happens? Uh, Not quite that way. But I mean, my partner's here and she's winking uh, at me. But um, yeah, well, I'm moving uh, you know, because I'm closing Dungeon West this month and I'm actually moving into a new house uh-huh. and um, one room is going to be the Dungeonette. So and she's very excited about that. OK, so, so you guys yeah. are into it at home, too. Yeah, it's not yeah. just like, oh, no, no, no. It's, take it's, my boots off, take my latex off. Like, man, well, can't wait to have some missionary. Like, not she, like that. No, no, it's all of that. It's all great. It's all good stuff. You know, it, I can't be too personal, but it's like, you know, this is um, this is a part of our personal lives and yes. it is you know, uh, it is something that we get to enjoy with a lot of our friends in real life too. And, you know, that are in our parties, but it's not just like, it's not just like our fetish friends. Like, you know, right. you have some friends, like they're just your party friends. It's like, yeah, there are party friends and there also are like come over for Spanksgiving friends and have like dinner and, you know, Spanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What's yeah. Spanksgiving? Well, Spanksgiving is just, you know, Thanksgiving at my house and which is actually a totally nice formal sit down dinner because I cook everything and have fine China. Um, um, and sometimes there is spanking, but it's actually just a very classy ass event. But it's it's like all the, what I say is it's all the good shit and none of the bullshit. I love you know, that. A lot of people like make the mistake of going home to their families. And I always try to talk them out of that. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm like, don't do that. Don't 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 like hang out with racists, whoever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, just come over to my house. We're going to have champagne and cheese and caviar and like. Good that stuff. sounds so, fun. Yeah, it's a good. That's time, so. so fun. I love that. OK, so. I just want to talk more about like when you were younger, I know you said in high school that you were given a book and your friend said, we could see you doing this. Why is that? Were you like beating people up on the playground? Were you like, get down, Krista, you get down, you little slut. You're they're like, damn, you're like seven. No. <laughs> Justine. Whoa. It's intense. Hot. Um, uh, no, I think I was just a bitch. You know, I just had really good boundaries and, you know, I just, I was just really sure of myself and I just really like, 
um, knew what I wanted and I, I wasn't afraid to speak my mind or anything like that. But I, it's funny because it's like in school, I was always the smart girl and uh -huh. I never, I didn't think of myself as ugly, but I never thought of myself as pretty. Oh my God, you're so pretty. To, thank you. Um, and, and so are you. Yeah. But, I was like, um, but I never thought of myself as like the pretty girl until I started doing sex work and moved to LA. Yeah. But I never thought of myself as ugly, but I was just like, oh, I'm the smart girl. Like I'm, you know, doing these things and like, in the middle of all my tighting, I was like looking through all my awards and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, Latin honor society. <laughs> I'm so cool, you know, but it's like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. And it just, um, you know, this kind of work, it's like, it just turned into this whole business and career. And I just love it because I get to do, you know, I get to make people really happy every day. They and love it. They love it. It's, it's like, you know, not too many people have like a, a job or like a company that like you're, you're, all you do is make people happy. It doesn't cause anyone harm. Right. You know, no one leaves really disappointed. Ever. No, no. I hope not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, everyone is just having a really good time. But it's also like, you know, I've also grown with a lot of clients where it's like, yeah, sometimes it's just like we're getting our rocks off and it's like super fun like that. But other times it's like people are really growing with me and they're like, you know, uh, might, I might see them solo and then they talk to their partner about it and then they're like, okay, I talked to my partner and now they're coming in. Like I've had a couple of clients telling me that they've actually transitioned from male to female. And it was like, they said, I had such a positive experience with you and you helped me. And I might've even only seen them a couple of times, but just like, it, it just helps people grow so much. It's just like really, it's a my, positive thing. You can give yeah. a surprise, like beating the shit out of, you know, pinching nipples, tying people up and stuff like that. It can do positive things for people. People need it. And what, okay, so I don't know if this is a sensitive subject or not, but like, what about your parents? What do your parents say about this? Oh, Are you, do you no, talk to your so, parents? Yeah, or? no, I do. Well, not right now because I'm a little mad at them because they're being COVID idiots. But um, right. no, generally I do talk to them Um, and they're great. They're, they have, my father actually, uh, when I first had Dungeon West, he came and he helped me build like a closet in there. And like, he's been there and they've both been to, um, I have a stepmother and um, they have both been to Dungeon East and they're like fine. They're like very um, independent people. They're very entrepreneurial. And like um, my father is basically retired now. And my stepmother is an artist and she has this like um, really weird crafting thing that she makes that I can't say because right. everyone will know who she is. It's very strange. But she's okay. like world famous for this thing that she makes. Wow. It's so specific. But So they're very much like, oh, are you happy? And you because they love to travel. And yeah. they're, very, they're like, oh, are you happy? And you can travel and you're independent and you're doing well. They're like, oh, we're happy for you. It's cool. They're you know, cool. Like, yeah, they're pretty cool. Because some very... people are very, some people's parents are just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like they are yeah. like sh in shock. I set up very good boundaries with my parents a very long time ago. And I think that that is what has helped so much because I just established what my boundaries were. And it's like, I'm also gay. I'm queer. So it's yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm like queer. I'm a sex worker. And my parents are like, oh, we're fine. We don't care. You know, they're like, yeah. what are you doing? You're going on tour. That sounds great. You know, like, and I tell, but it's nice because the level of which I'm doing my work, I can tell them the parent appropriate things. Like I can say, oh, I was in Los Angeles magazine or like I got a write up again and timeout guide. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm not like, hey, I stepped on some dick today. <laughs> you know? Like, Do you step on dicks? Yes, I miss it. Oh my gosh, she misses <laughs> stepping on dicks. I wait, like it. with these heels? Wait, show the heels. Well, maybe not these. Oh my God, Louboutins. She's like, like, I don't want any dick juice all over my no, Louboutins. No, no, yeah. no, 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 not with these. But like pleasers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. guys literally come in and they lay down and and they're like step on my nuts yeah sometimes kick them in the nuts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. punch them in the nuts mm -hmm. <laughs>
Oh my God. Like, and they don't yes. get, they don't like have to go to the hospital. They're like, not like in like hurt. They, not on my watch. They love it. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. I have hurt. Like you foot. can full on kick as yes. hard as you want a dude in yes. the nuts. Yes. I mean, if that's what they're asking for, of course, it's not like just right. like, Hey, come to the gender. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I thought that's what it was. Oh, no, right, like sucker punch. no, no, no. I have actually hurt my feet by kicking someone as hard as I could. Like my foot hurt. Like I'm like, ow. Where in the junk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do girls like getting cunt punched? Uh, yeah, that is a thing. Um, I haven't had any clients ask me for that. Um, one of my friends that I was shooting with uh, for clips, like she said, okay, let's do this. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think I can do that to you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's okay. You know, she, you want she wanted you to punch her in the for, cunt? Uh, for the filming that we were doing. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. But I, I don't think I can do that to you. And I mean, we just did something else. It was fine. But I was like, wow. I don't think I could do that. But I've it, it it's come up so infrequently that I haven't, I'm sure I could give it the old college yeah, try. Yeah, <laughs> But um, yeah. Wow. So and and then like the the guys then like how do you know when it's like over? Is there like a clock time? Like are you like oh we have two hours or is it like a how do you know like is it till they come like? Usually, it's you guys in, do like hourly. Yeah, it's hourly. It's usually until they come. It's like the scene is usually a predetermined time. Um, so it's, it's ever how much money you have, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, however much money you bring into the room. That's how much I take. Anyway. So, um, it's, so usually it's like they come cause that's like the end of the scene or sometimes people are just done and they're exhausted because it's like BDSM is very cerebral. A lot of people in their heads. And also it's like a lot is going on. It's like, you're in the dungeon. I'm here. Like maybe you've been fantasizing about this for five years. You've been stalking me for 10 and yeah. you're like, Oh my God, so it's much. happening. And a lot of guys can't even come. It's like, cause they've, you know, they've, usually what happens is like they're so excited they've jerked off 17 times on the way there and you're like we well, got nothing left buddy i'm not a miracle worker oh, so wow. but it's also just overwhelming and you know it's usually like okay i know that you're done we've we've reached a point we know where it is and you know it's okay and it yeah do you punch people in the face too like if they're like do you guys like to get um, punched in the face or anything I've done that. I have done like uh like KO punches and stuff to people and but it's really dangerous so I don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um you know cuz I talked to a doctor about it and she's like, "Yeah, don't do that." Yeah, don't punch people in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Don't do that." So I was like, "Okay, that's good." I was like, "It's nice to know that I could do it." But yeah, no, I don't do that. So um I've done like various like wrestling holds and choke holds with people and stuff. Choke? But, yeah, so like till they pass like, out. I don't like to do it till they pass out, but just like just Close. before. So I'm CPR first aid certified too, but it's like, I, I don't like that gets to an edge play where it's like, I don't, I don't really need that on my resume. <laughs> right. So that's so, a different thing. Edge play. Yes. It's, it, it, you're just, sometimes for people, it means like an edge, like an actual edge, like a knife, or sometimes it's like edge in terms of like, we are really getting to the edge of something like really dark where it's like needles or asphyxiation or yeah. something where you're like playing with like a bit more danger. And, right. And for commercial play, I don't think that's like such a great idea. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that I personally wanted. And personally, I'm not doing it right now anyway, but it's like, that's getting a little bit too much for me. Cause I don't, I don't want to push it that far. Right. So, cause yeah. there's people like that would be like guys who like, like if they're dunk their head underwater and then like, pull them back up and that kind of thing yeah like, i mean yeah yeah stuff like like darker stuff like oh yeah like a lot of the just stuff where it's like breath play and you whoa. know stuff like that it's like i don't i don't want you're to get not that into deep. that I don't, yeah i don't want to get that um it, because it's just dangerous you know mm -hmm. i'm not a medical professional <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so is there okay so is there like a certain like satanism to this or is this just like this is a totally different thing like this is just like a sexual different version of 
you know, pleasing people? Or is there like a dark side to this? Um, well, I'm actually not that familiar with Satanism, so I couldn't really comment. Although yeah. I think I follow the Church of Satan on Twitter and it's yeah. hilarious. I highly <laughs> recommend it because um, there was I don't know if you saw this guy stayed at like an Airbnb in upstate New York and he claimed it was like the like the house of Satan and he was like really freaked out and he like laughed and it was like very strange. And, and it was like it was just like a like a really cheesy statue and the guy's like uh this isn't i don't worship satan it's just like uh really dumb stuff from like wacko jacko or something you know what i mean (laughs) right right so um yeah so i'm not sure about that but i mean it for but to answer your question otherwise is that it means different things to different people like for some people it's just like a way for them to get off for some people it's really therapeutic like um some people just like shiny things you know like whatever it's like it it's whatever you know, you're sort of bringing to the table and what you want to get for some people. It's like a 24 seven lifestyle and like they're, they're collared all the time and they have some aspect of this in their like day to day life. And, um, or for some people, it's just like a, a weekly scene or, or something like that. So it's just really different. It depends on yeah. who it is. Yeah. So some people, you said collared all the time. So like there'll be like businessmen who have a collar on underneath maybe their business suit type thing. Probably not that. Cause that's like, you know, you'll see that but like they might have something in some other way like a ring like something that's like obvious to would they know what it means but not other people right you know depending on like how you can get away with stuff like I have a friend who like has a ring and like that's what that means but she can't always wear like a collar so and so when people come in like do the people make the guys like or like you put collar on them and like walk them like a dog like that kind of thing is that like a thing where people want to be treated like that or is it more like um yeah, it depends. I mean, like I, um, I do often put collars on people and, and have them crawl on all fours, but not always. So. Okay. Wow. This is so interesting to me. Like mm. I would love to just be like a fly on the wall. <laughs> I mean, I know that's nothing because it's very private, but mm. it's just so interesting. Mm. Like, is there anything with like fire? Do you guys do like burning stuff or is it mostly just like paddles there, boards? Yeah. I mean, cleaning? you can do, there is something called fire play and it's like you're, you know, running fire on someone's skin or something like that, or like with candle wax and stuff like that. I don't allow any fire in the dungeon. So that's not something I do. Uh, My partner spins fire and I'm like, that's fine. But it's like nothing in the dungeon. It's like not, not safe (laughs) in terms of like uh, fire safety. You know, it's really like, oh God, what kind of fetish would you have for fire right now? It's like, everything's on fire. I know. It's like, can we like not? Cause California is like burning, you know, it's crazy. Um, so candle wax, people pour hot candle wax Mm -hmm. all over them. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so, so, I'm just so curious. Like I want to hear more like experiences, like, you know, another weird thing that maybe someone came in that we'd be like, wow, that's really weird. Like, is there any guys that like want weird shit shoved up their butt? Like, can you put this like cucumber (laughs) up my ass or like, can you like, is there any of that kind of stuff? Oh, um, I mean, yeah, actually that was like the roasting guy. He like wanted that. He's like, oh, can you like, he brought like a zucchini or something. And he's like, can you do this? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. A big zucchini? It couldn't be big enough. I mean, you can't put that in someone. Wow. Because it's like not a flared base. So, right. You're like, this isn't going to go. No, we cannot do that. All the way where you wanted to go. Cannot do that. No, 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 no. I mean, it's just, um, yeah, there's just so many different things. I mean, I had someone who liked to, he wanted to kneel on sandpaper and I was just ignoring him for an hour and it sounds like an easy job cool someone's gonna pay me like hundreds of dollars to ignore someone do you know how hard it is to ignore someone you're like oh 
So he's he's, <laughs> he's kneeling on sandpaper and he's talking to you and you have to just no I'm no no I'm sorry he was not talking to me he was just kneeling on it like he was like a footrest and I put like my foot my feet on him and I was just ignoring him for an hour but it's like really hard when someone's doing like an ignore scene or like a um uh, like their furniture because you're like okay are you okay is there like a safe word like what do we do and yeah it's just like it's hard to ignore someone you think it's gonna be easy, easy. I would just get on Instagram be I'd be like all right get down fucking Jonathan all right feet up I know you would but then <laughs> trust just texting me. just trust me you try it you try it you is like, it's awkward because it's like do you put music on yeah I mean you can I mean that's what I'll do I'll just you know it'd be, be on my phone or something but yeah. it's like it's like for an hour it's, and that's it's pleasurable for like, someone well for, yeah that's what he wanted yeah He's like, I just want you to put your legs up on me like I'm a fucking stool. Mm -hmm. And that's all. And I'm going to pay you to do that to me. Yes. I also did a, a scene with someone who wanted, um, he was into, it was it's kind of trampling, but it's not really, I mean, it's trampling, but it's, um, he likes for people to stand on his head. So this guy is humongous. He's like a really big guy. And I mean, you could, his head is huge, you know, uh -huh. so he, he, hired me to stand on his head for like three hours and you're full weight yes yes i mean you're not heavy you're very thin so it yeah. wasn't much well, but, but i'm very tall so right there's not you know i'm very much it's yeah I'm, you know a solid 140 you yeah. know and so he yeah and i mean I, he's like i know it's really boring and i'm like watching tv we put on like bones or something i was like at his hotel and i'm just like standing in his head like watching I'm, like, and that was he was getting off on that yeah he, that's what he loves he's like yeah this is great loved it standing on his head with yes. your feet yes he would go from like side to side face yeah right on but directly his face yes not with my heels like but right right yeah. barefoot yeah yeah wow and just the, the head just the head gosh i wonder what makes these people into this stuff you have to wonder like it's I so know. interesting don't know some people have a very definite root um but other people don't, and, and that's okay because people, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, well, why am I into this? Am I okay? Do they ask you yeah, that? Yeah, they and do because there's say? a lot of, well, there's a lot of sex shaming. And so then there's going to be even more kink shaming or BDSM shaming. So, you know, I usually joke with them. I'm like, well, do you think I'm sick? And they're like, <laughs> no and I'm like oh well then it's fine you know they're like oh I guess it is and I'm like well why do I like this why do I like stepping on your cock you know yeah, like, why? yeah. I mean well why who wouldn't you know yeah. like let's all do it tonight you know no. oh my so, gosh but um you know it's it who some people like know why they're into it other people like you know don't I mean it's like you know dom is very sexy like you know the, there's like different dom archetypes and stuff but it's like you know i'm wearing like louboutins and full latex and leather and like it's like who is it into that i you know, know it's hot most people are like oh, okay whoa i'm into it now you know like so it's it, it's like a very sexualized thing it's like you know sex and violence you know yeah. these things are um turn people on you know and, yeah and that's mostly what even though it, it isn't always that because it's like fetishism and, and serving and there's all kinds of other things that are in like you know the bdsm spectrum that aren't just you know, beating someone up. Right. Know? There's the tying people up. Do you yeah. do that? I saw on your Instagram, you tied up a swan. I saw the swan was roped up. <laughs> no, it was not a like a real swan. It was a flamingo. I'm sorry. It was like a pool flamingo. I was like, damn, the pool flamingo. Yeah, it was actually, it was a really, really big flamingo, like the boat size one. Yeah, and I saw you roped it up. Yeah, well, I didn't actually, my partner did. And she, I was like, 
suspend this flamingo, goddammit. Wow. And it's actually really hard to suspend a floaty. I'm sure, yeah, you know, whatever. You've never done it at home, but like when you suspend a body, it give, you know, it's like it's firm. It's yeah, like yeah. The, the floaty. It just kept no moving firm. around. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had to like figure out how to do it. And I was like, you know, and she knows how to suspend a body, you know, very well. And we're like trying to figure this anyway. But I, I enjoyed doing that. So, yeah, so I do some of the rope stuff. The things that I do are more, like, I really like doing things like electro play and corporal punishment. And What's electro play? Electro play is any sort of played with uh, electricity. So, like, a violet wand, neon wand. Or what, what's the, a violet wand? I have like, no idea You probably what these have are. had it when you went to mm, get, like, a facial or something. You know, do you ever get zapped at the end? Like, yeah, yeah a little thing? bit. That's what that is. Like, okay. But it's, like, a wand. And you probably never saw it because it's, like, but that's a neon wand it's supposed to like it's but like anyway. little shocks yeah 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 but it's not so you just have it on your face they usually use that like little like mushroom electrode or something so it's supposed to like kill bacteria or something I don't know I never use it I need to do it more I'm like <laughs> you know like <laughs> Dom do heal thyself <laughs> you know you're like you're like see you can get sexually pleasure and a facial it's like wow yeah. so like it just shocks people like to be shocked and things like that yeah, like yeah. little like a shock collar for a dog mm -hmm. do you ever have people do that come in and be like can uh, you shock me yeah I don't agree with those but yeah people do that well, I mean, yeah. I love the electro play. And then you have different boxes. Like um, I use an arrows tech or a tens unit and you can just take different electrodes and, you know, put them on or into people's bodies and do stuff like that. I do a lot of corporal punishment and I like doing a lot of uh, things that are sort of like full takeover into someone's life. And so it's like, I'm helping them with their budget. I'm making sure like they're exercising and dieting and doing things they're supposed to do. So, wow. Yeah. So you can like, you can keep people on a regimen. Like, did you do this today? And da da da, like mm. boss them around. That's what I love. And they say, yes, mistress or yeah. no. And then like, what if they're bad? What happens to them? Well, you know, sometimes punishment is its own reward. Um, yeah, but, they like, know, like it. They're like, yeah. I didn't go grocery shopping. I didn't load the dishwasher. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, you know, it depends. It depends on what the punishment is. So it's like, you know, uh, one time I had um, one of my, uh, actually he's my, my long-term sub and he he was in chastity most of the time which is why the relationship was so long yeah <laughs> like nine years hey um just put him in chastity. in a chastity belt yeah well not a belt but it's like a like a cock lock it's like they're all locked up so it's locktober right now so who wants to get locked it's in, so. locktober <laughs> guys i don't even know about this <laughs> Yeah. So All I know about is no nut November, I thought. No, well, that's also yeah, November. So they can't come ever, basically. So anyway. Oh, my gosh. Um, so he, he was out of chastity for something like he had to go to the doctors or something. And um, I asked him if he had um, jerked off and out of chastity. And he said, oh, well, I'll never lie to you. So, yeah, I totally jerked off. And I was like, oh. Okay, sure. And then I like tied him down and then like I put a vibrator under him during our session and I was like, okay, well you can get off. And he's like, oh wow, that was really easy. And then I let him get off. So he came in like the first like 10 minutes and he was all tied down on the bondage bent. And then I proceeded to cane him mercilessly from like tip to toe. He was crying. He was screaming mercy. He was like saying everything like snot was coming out and I just kept caning him up and down. And I'm like, did we learn our lesson here? Like, yes, mistress. He's like, that was like one of the most fucked up things I ever did to him. I've done lots of fucked up things to him. And like, let me just, you know, say that, you know, he's been around for nine years. So. And he has a safe word. So if he really didn't like yeah, it, yeah, we were, it. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what happens when you're naughty. Mm -hmm. It's like you get to come, if but you're, then you're. No, that's what happens when you're fucking lucky. When you know? You're lucky. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, when, yeah. 
Wow. But, is there yeah. is there other stuff like do people like to be spit on, like yeah. spit in their mouth? Like definitely. Wow. Maybe not so, right now, but right. Yeah, obviously, yeah. you're no, like yeah, spinning. Yeah. I mean, there's like a boot worshiping, boot licking, you know, shoe worship stuff like that. You know, um, there's just so many things. I mean, it's like uh, you know, we need to even talk about like dirty talk or like humiliation, like verbal humiliation. You know, people all come just things. from being humiliated. Yeah, where definitely. you're just like you're a piece of shit. Like no one's yes. ever gonna like look yeah. at your small. Yeah, I know. My friend was kind of telling then, me about it, like small penis yeah, humiliation. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. All those things. So you know, race play. Like, there's like all kinds of things, like religious stuff. Yeah, there's like there's just so much. Like you know, wow. everyone's probably participated in some kind of form of BDSM. Like you know, role plays another big one, obviously, and. You know, yeah, there's just so much. It's just it's just fun to play. Has anyone ever come to you with something that you were like, I've never heard of that? I don't think so. Like, I mean, the roasting person, like I had heard of it, but I had never seen someone who really like wanted it. Yeah, I can't think of anyone. No, nothing is. I mean, people have come to me with stuff that like I didn't want to do yeah. or something like that, but it's nothing like I've heard of everything. Like it's really point. you can't shock me. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> Try to shock me. I'd be Try impressed. to shock her, guys. Send Come her up with a freaking... something. But it has to be real. You can't just make a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Did you ever have a time where you felt like you really hurt someone and you were like, oh, shit? Like, did you ever have an oh, shit moment where you're like, fuck, I actually think I really hurt somebody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I had this time where I had a client and I had him up on a St. Andrew's cross and, you know, we just gotten started and I realized like he's starting like to faint. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like a really big guy. And I'm, I'm pretty strong. So I was able to get him down quickly. But on his way down, like he fell and he like hit his head on this like basically like a railroad tie on like the floors, like this wooden thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Forensic no. files. I know. Yeah, totally. I was oh like, fuck, God. I'm not going down like that. I'm yeah. like, I'm from New Jersey. But like, no, you know, it's like so I'm like hitting him and I'm like, wake up. And, wake you know, up, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And I and he's just like, hello. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it, it was like it was something that happened that wasn't my fault. And this is why when I um session with people and he didn't eat that day Ugh. and then he put it and I his hands above his head. And so so now when I screen people, I always ask them, like, have you eaten today? Because yeah. this has happened a couple of times. But so then I had to call it my friend my roommate who was a doctor and I'm like dude this just happened what should I do should we go to the like ER I don't know he's like bleeding but he's like cognizant and she's like okay well you should just stay with him and make sure he stays awake and like if he acts weird then bring him in so then he was like um actually a professional poker player so oh, wow. we went to this game and we're at like this game up in Mount Olympus with all these like Russians and it's just like hey and I'm there and they're trying to like place me because <laughs> you know I, I'm a dominatrix and I'm distressed like yeah. whatever the fuck I want and they're like okay why you don't seem there? to be yeah. an escort yeah 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 but who are you and why is his face bleeding oh, and we just all saw gosh. him last night and he was fine and they're just but they all have their poker faces on you know yeah they're like uh and I'm like great there's food awesome okay cool and like yeah, have a sandwich <laughs> chill the fuck out let's get your blood yeah, sugar normal so, yeah so i mean yeah so eat before playing and that's happened a couple of times it's always been done oh so, you guys yeah, are weak just kidding no no it's very important so this is you know something this is part of like the in the screening safety check of like making sure that people have eaten that day and because people get nervous yeah. or you know i eat all the time i'm hungry now yeah so, yeah um yeah so it's like really important but so um, did they did you ever have anybody have anything where you were like oh my god he's having a heart attack or anything like that 
No, nothing like that. But again, this is like why I want to make sure I'm like up on my, you know, CPR. Because you, you know, yeah. you'd ha- you have you ever had to use it or no? Um, I have had to use it, but actually not in, um, not in the dungeon. Like I've responded to other emergency situations and, uh-huh. and no one died on my watch. Yeah. So we're clear. Okay. So everything was fine, but it's just good to know that because it's like, you know, when people are in, like, again, like I've had a couple people faint on me and it's like, luckily I was able to get them down and like, you know, attend to them in a way that like didn't make it worse. And if it had gone south, I would have been able to you know adjust things or whatever. But, um, yeah, it, it, and it's also like people, when you're in bondage, for example, your body does weird things. It can get really hot. It can get really cold. Like I've had people almost pass out, which is bondage. And you're right. just like, no, it's just rope. It's not going to be a big deal. And then people's bodies react weird. So you need wow. to know those kinds of things too. So Plus like yeah. all their, like their head, their emotional state, like they're probably yeah. like, oh, like so stimulated. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. Wow. People cry. Like it's a release, you know, it's a big thing. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible incredible such a cool job like I'm so it's such an interesting thing like I was so excited to have you here and just ask you about it yeah but it just seems like it's something that you like really love and it seems to bring people a lot of joy it does yeah no I I love it and I love the connections that I can make with people and then people that I've met and things that I've been able to do and it's just it's it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful profession and things it's all good that's yeah. so cool. And you and you're like in a community of friends where you have a lot of friends that are in this too and you guys mm-hmm. are kind of like a group. Yeah, we are. And it's it's nice because like I have a lot of friends who are in the BDSM community who love it and then I also have like so many friends that aren't into BDSM but they're like they're so curious. They're, yeah, they're curious yeah. but they're also comfortable and it was funny I had a couple of friends who um that I've known since high school and they came to the dungeon and and my friend was saying to her boyfriend or about her husband she's like, "Okay, uh, do to him what you do to other people on the cross and I'm like I can't it's like my brother you know like because I've known them for so long and right. it's like my family and I'm like I can't do anything and, you know oh, so they're gosh. like very understanding and like accepting of it even if they're like not into it so right. but yeah I'm very lucky I have like a very supportive like friend network and family network and colleagues and stuff like that so I mean there's no like you know, I'm not in the closet about anything you right know? you're very so, open about yeah, it I'm very open and very public and, and things like that so I love that. So if people want to book you right now, where do they go? Yes, please go to losangelesdominatrix.com. Um, I mean, you can always follow me on Instagram, but Instagram is not very adult friendly. So don't DM me there. I'll just block you. Yeah. Um, she says yeah. no DMs. It's no Isn't DMs. it Justine Plays? Uh, it's on Instagram. You can find me as the Justine Cross. And on Twitter, which is naughtier, <laughs> I'm Justine Plays. So, but you can always, always find me on my website, losangelesdominatrix.com. And then, you know, well, hey, OnlyFans, I'm only Justine Cross. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. How are you liking OnlyFans? I'm hearing it's, people like it. Yeah, it's like a mixed bag. It's different because it's something, again, most of what I did pre-quarantine was in person. So I'm just switching things over. So just tr- trying to figure out what what works for me and what works for other people because I just have a ton of content. You right. know? So I'm just like, basically, if you want content of full length clips, like sign up there and I send you like discounted versions of those clips. So oh, that's different awesome. things. And I do live streams and dif- different photos and stuff like that. So yeah, just, I mean, but I just have a lot of different income streams and I'm doing a lot of different things right now. So, and people can yeah. book you for the personal like mm-hmm. video chat stuff yeah, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I do all the, 
texting, phone, cam. See, guys, it's stuff, just, you don't have yeah. to be completely shut off in COVID. You can no, 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 get no. your jolly. You know, it's pretty fun for mm-hmm. people. And yeah. you said couples, and you know, yeah. maybe if you and your couple, you guys are bored. You've watched every episode of fucking Shit's <laughs> Creek that's out there, and you want to yes. try something. You know, like hey, let's. Let's try to have a dominatrix tell us what to do. I mean, like, you can do that over the internet. Indeed. Be like, I want you to pick that up and fucking shove it up his ass. Indeed. If you have finished Netflix, it's time for a dominatrix. Yes. Yeah, but it's also, it's not even just, like, about the mean, hurdy things. It's, like, I'm doing workshops and things with people that it's just about communications and boundaries. Like, I'm developing a class about how to use BDSM to have better sex, but we're not picking up a single whip because we're just going to be talking about how to negotiate sex and how to negotiate your boundaries and things that you want to do and things that you don't want to do because people always negotiate BDSM. People never negotiate sex. Sometimes maybe they're negotiating a threesome, but you know, so like you mean like when you're having sex, like what I, what each person Mm -hmm. saying like what they want out of it. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how it has to, you know, I want to achieve this. You want to achieve that. Like Mm -hmm. that's how it has to Mm have, you know, that kind of thing. You help people with that too. Well, it helps, I think, because of your psychology background that you can help probably people you know, figure out things in their relationships too. It's a trial and error. I'm like, learn from my mistakes and, you know, learn is here's what works, you know? So, yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I've loved having you here. I can't believe we already did an hour of talking to you. It felt like it flew by. Time flies when you're hanging out with like, you know, hot blondes oh, and leopard. Hey. I love <laughs> it. And I'm like, so lame. I'm like, shop. This is from Shop Dalmata. Shout out to them. And guys, I'm going to tag everything that, you know, Justine mm-hmm. has going on so you guys can go check her out, book her, you know, if you want to, you know, get into this world or if you're curious. I mean, fuck, mm-hmm. it's like there's, this is like a fun Friday night thing, you know, like, Get together with your friends, mm-hmm. like book a dominatrix and learn all the mm-hmm. little secrets. And it's such an interesting world, honestly. Like I'm, yeah. so, I was so curious and I was so glad to have you here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, we'll keep the conversation going. Yes. All the fun stuff. I so, love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So make sure to head to um, Justine on Instagram is the Justine mm-hmm. Cross mm-hmm. on Instagram and on Twitter is Justine Plays. Correct. Yes. So Twitter just team plays and it's LA Dominatrix. Nope. Los Angeles Dominatrix. Los Angeles yeah. mm-hmm. And then I will also put the information for her dungeon that you guys mm-hmm. can book to stay at as an Airbnb in downtown yeah. LA. Like what a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. Grab your partner and your whips and chains and oh, all that stuff or whatever is there. you want. Oh, it's all yeah, there. Yeah, no, I, you rent out the entire space. So you have all the toys, furniture, cleaning and safety supplies and because it's only rented out to, you know, one couple at a time, it's really safe. Like we leave more time in between bookings and everything is, you know, sterilized in between. And it's like way safer than your grocery store. Oh my God. So <laughs> like what, what else, what kind of stuff is in there? Just like everything. Yeah. So there's, the- uh, besides all the furniture and stuff, there's, um, you know, cuffs, uh, floggers, whips, paddles, collars leashes yeah. everything but you can bring your own things as well so wow. but all that stuff is there and, and there's know, a little kitchen yeah, so a little kitchen can so you cook can, yeah, and <laughs> microwave the roasting know. guy he yeah, just books it he's like i'm gonna put myself in this fucking oven you're like yeah, uh, please you don't know, do that yeah um, there's ice so you can have cute drinks and stuff like wow. that so yeah that is so cool well thank you so much mm-hmm. for coming to calabasas i know yeah. you said you're like but you're like more West base. So this yeah. was nice for you to come out here. Oh, thank you. And look at your me. cool outfit. Yeah. Do you want to like I, I want to shout out. Oh, I want to shout out. So yeah. this this latex little onesie, because when we 
said we were going to do this. It was like 100 degrees today. I'm it like, was I'm not wearing so pants. hot. She's like, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> and can we both wear bikinis? And I'm like, well, I've been eating a lot lately. So I'll wear a little like dead. I know. Well, yeah, because we're sitting. So yeah, this the latex here is by Jane Doe. And she's uh, also based here in Los Angeles. So she latexes custom so you can fit it to yourself. Um, so that's this. And then this bondage uh, leather thing that I just got is by Emma Alamo and she's based in Chicago. So she does all these custom leather and I think she, yeah, she also does vegan stuff too. So this is by her and she does collars and so harnesses cool. and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, so I didn't know I latex was yeah. custom. That's so cool. I mean, it oh, makes sense. It has to be yeah, right. It's not it, like a one size fits all. You do not buy latex off the rack, bitches. No, you want to have it. Yeah, you want to have it tailored. custom made, tailored. And it's actually for, uh, you know, because like couture outfits are normally like very expensive. This yeah. is like the easiest. This is the most inexpensive way to get a custom couture outfit in latex. It's not that expensive. I don't know how much this was because I'm sure I got the Justine discount. But right. like a couple hundred bucks, you know, for not a dress. Bad. You know, yeah. that you can get fit that is fit to you. Right. So. And then you have to use like gel to put it on, right? Yeah. Or so there's like a called? specific uh, latex shine stuff. Wow. Yeah, that's the most fun part, you know. <laughs> Ooh, latex and shine. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. And we are so, we were so excited to have you here. And make sure to check out Justine, everything she has to offer. And stay tuned next week for another episode with another interesting guest on Worst Worst. <laughs>